0: Hi there, this is Kate McClanahan, and this is the Sound Advice Podcast. VoiceOver, the basics defined. There are a few key basics voice talent should know about this industry from the onset. That's either required of you, or you can expect as industry standards. Hopefully, understanding them from the start will improve your ability to create, secure work, and navigate your voiceover career. Here's a short list. Number one, you can't establish or further your voiceover career or expect to work in this field without professionally produced demos. Demos define your professional aesthetic and are created to service casting and producers first and foremost. If your demos meet professional standards, they will ultimately service your career. Number two, All auditions are expected to be delivered in MP3 format, not WAV files, okay? Number three, pretty much all auditions are recorded from home today, so establishing a quiet, reliable space to record and handle a few basic edits is a necessity. Number four, you build your reputation as a professional with each and every audition you deliver, regardless of whether you're hired or not. It generally takes 200 auditions to book a job, so persistence and tenacity are imperative if you hope to go the distance. Number five, if you are auditioning with a script that's brief, say 10 to 20 seconds or less in length, for instance, be sure to offer a three in a row, also known as a three wild or an ABC, on the same MP3, unless otherwise instructed. Make sure each read among the takes has its own unique expression, rather than offering a broken record delivery that sounds robotic and repetitive. As in all recorded media, film, TV, and voiceover, you're continually expected to create with each and every take. Number six, never audition for practice. There's a real client on the other side of that audition whose job is on the line if you don't deliver what your submitted audition promises. It's assumed if you audition, you'll accept the job if hired. Doesn't matter if you're union or non. This is straight across the board, always been, always will be. Never audition for anything unless you intend to accept the job and deliver like a professional regardless of your experience level. Number seven, don't expect to hear anything back after you've auditioned unless you book the job. No one will contact you to tell you, oh, sorry, you didn't get the gig, and no one will offer you feedback or tell you you almost got it. That's not their job. Agents, casting, and producers are focused on casting and completing the production to the best of their abilities, typically within a tight time frame. Feedback is a feature reserved for training. Asking for it generally undermines their future confidence in you. That said, from time to time, Agents will receive feedback about your performance to pass on to you if the producer or casting were impressed and appreciated your efforts. However, the reverse is also true, so careful what you wish for. Number eight, no legitimate audition will ever expect or require you to deliver your voiceover audition fully produced with music, sound effects, or what have you. It's an audition, not a paid job, yet. And even if and when you do land the job, no one should expect you, as a voice talent, to produce it as well, especially without paying you additional fees for your time, skill, abilities, and efforts. You're only getting paid to voice the project. Don't fool yourself into thinking the client will appreciate you more if you submit an audition that's fully produced, as if it were some kind of bonus in order for you to stand out, to book the job. Doing so only defines you as an amateur. Stay in your lane. You're auditioning because they're in need of a voiceover, not a producer. Be the best voice actor you can be, rather than Jack of all trades, master of none. Because your lack of experience will be showing if you do produce it fully. And again, it's probably not going to be... Again, you're trying to show off skills they don't need that you're not being auditioned for. So, just saying. Number nine, regardless of how you might see yourself, anyone and everyone looking to hire you as a voiceover assumes you're an actor, even if you don't. You're capable of offering creative options with each and every take. It's assumed you're trained and you know your job. Therefore, regardless of your experience level, you need to be trained. Number 10, while it's assumed you're a voice actor, When producers are searching online for voice talent, the abbreviation used most in the States is VO, for voiceover, rather than VA. Granted, there's a small faction of anime cosplay voiceovers from the UK and down under who refer to themselves as VAs online. However, producers, talent agents, and casting in America seldom, if ever, use the term VA when referring to professional voice actors. We already know that's what you are. It's a given. Number 11. You're not hired to sound like a robot. No one wants you to sound stiff or wooden or void of personality. Quite the opposite. You're paid to have a pulse and to bring humanity to what might otherwise be a somewhat dull, lifeless script. In fact, your humanity is one of your greatest assets as a talent. So bring it. Number 12. Character voices and impersonations are wonderful when expertly done, but are infrequently required in most instances, even when it comes to animation and games. I know that's a surprise, but generally speaking, you're expected to sound like your most natural, honest self, rather than a character. This is what conversational means. Even if every word on the script is what you honestly think, and you're genuinely interested in what you're talking about, you being you is far more bankable and bookable, and for most of us humans, that's, that takes practice to develop, to sound as natural as all that, yeah? Number thirteen, you're never selling anything when auditioning for commercial work. Like all your performances as a voiceover, you're imparting a concept within a specific context, and you're typically expected to sound like you are actually interested in the subject. Funny that. Number 14. You're not likely to receive much direction whether you're auditioning or booked on the project, for that matter. You're required to initially self-direct your auditions, especially considering all of your auditions are recorded from home on your own today. The same applies to various non-union projects you may be hired to voice. In fact, most of the jobs you book on your own from P2P sites will have you record, edit, and ultimately produce audio productions with one or more tweaks or changes included. Expect a fair amount of back and forth once you've delivered the project. Be sure to charge accordingly, though, okay? Stand up for yourself. Number 15. Now, all that said, the knife cuts both ways. If and when you are offered direction, you're expected to make a significant, noticeable modification to your performance in the following take. (laughs) Oh, Now, that sounds simple enough until you're actually the one in the hot seat. It takes conditioning. If you're not used to receiving and applying direction, it can be confusing and intensely frustrating if you're that far out of your element. Your value and credibility increases exponentially by seamlessly delivering the direction offered as easily as you're able to self-direct. Ultimately, the best voiceover is a team sport. Number 16, if the only time you're working your skills and challenging your comfort zone is while you're coaching, your career will begin and end at your coach's front door. Coaching, like all training, develops skills through conditioning, through practice. Every skill level of talent requires coaching a couple of times a year to improve your chances of booking work. Since nothing remains the same in this world, you're either improving or declining. And the latter is not an option. Number 17. Once you book the job, keep in mind, you're only getting paid to voice the project, not produce it. The producer is who hired you. Granted, some non-union projects may require production services. However, those elements incur additional charges and require professional editing skills, not basic. Nearly all of the jobs from P2P platforms will have you self-directing yourself during the session, without valuable input from the client, because you were hired without the benefit of agents, casting producers, often enough, and uh, and directors guiding and crafting the creative narrative and overall aesthetic. If you take on these professional responsibilities in addition to being hired to voice the project, be sure you're up to the tasks. And you're properly compensated for your efforts. Unless you're an experienced producer, stay in your lane as a voiceover, under-promise, and over-deliver. Number 18. You don't have to be union to audition for union jobs. It's really up to the individual producers. But once you're union, you agree to no longer accept non-union jobs. Okay? capiche? Number 19. Always assume there's an NDA. A non-disclosure agreement, in effect. Whether you're asked to sign one or not. Because you do not have the right to repurpose your audition, to post on social media, or anywhere else. Full stop. Understood? So, you're on an NDA if you're auditioning. Okay? Number 20. There are essentially two distinctly different business models voiceovers in the United States follow. Either DIY, do-it-yourself by securing voiceover work chiefly on your own through direct marketing and via pay-to-play, or also known as P2P platforms. And the second is by securing professional representation with a handful of talent agents from across the country. A handful, not 20, just a handful, okay? And some people can't even handle that, okay? Your approach and ultimate success will vary based on the assorted demands and expectations from one or the other of these two prominent approaches to securing work as a voiceover in America today. This could explain some of the many contradictions you may have uncovered even after a basic search into navigating this remarkable industry. This is Kate McClanahan, and this has been the Sound Advice Podcast. To find out more about voiceover and our process, check out voiceoverinfo.com.